Social Zoom Factor, episode 237. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. ready to make your dream of owning and launching a business a reality? Our partner HostGator has everything you need to make that dream come to life online. Zoom your business turbo by visiting socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom and save 50% on your hosting package. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom. Save 50% now. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today, this is the second part of a two-part series that I am doing on audience marketing. So if you're just jumping into this and you haven't listened to episode 236, I highly encourage you right now to go find episode 236, it's right before this one, and listen to it first, okay? Because it's going to give you the context for what it is we're covering Um, I broke this into two segments because this is a little bit geeky content and I didn't want to overwhelm you all in one sitting or drive or workout, whatever you're doing. So in episode 236, we covered what is audience marketing. So the purpose of these two episodes is really to help you understand the importance of why you need an audience marketing first strategy before you even think out building out your overall marketing, digital, social media strategies and plans. So we're talking about why we must nail our audience marketing strategy. And in episode 236, we covered what is audience marketing in a nutshell? Why do we do audience marketing? Uh, what is an audience first marketing strategy? How do we define an audience? How do we define audience targeting. And today we're going to dig in to market segmentation, looking at some of the different ways that we segment. Why do these, why do we segment? Um, what are the benefits that it gives us as well as starting to look at buyer personas and understanding, you know, customer profiles, versus buyer persona. And as a reminder, we teach this and much more. I have a very in-depth audience marketing course that's part of our Social Profit Factor Training Academy that you can check out at socialprofitfactor.com. Use the coupon code Zoom and you'll be able to save uh, an undisclosed amount at this time. You can go check it out, but you'll be able to say because you are a valued listener here at Social Zoom Factor. So I encourage you to check that out. If you do not know who your audience is and you do not have an audience first strategy, if all of this is news to you today, you need to get into our course and learn how to put your own strategy and plan together. Uh, that's what we are, why we developed the academy was we really saw a need in the market that people were just throwing 
social spaghetti and digital spaghetti at the wall. And so we're really wanting to help you build out your platform um, focused on your audience first. So let's go ahead and dig in and let's talk about, I'm going to recap just really quickly around the audience targeting because it's a direct alignment to the segmentation we're going to talk about today. So as a refresher, the audience targeting is your intended audience. So those are the specific groups of people within the target market at which a product service or your marketing message is aimed at. So before you can even, you know, start to create content for the digital and social web, you need to know who your target audience is, who that target demographic is, who is the target audience you want to sell your products and services to. And the more granular you can get, the better right? And I truly believe we have lived from experience in our business that the riches are in the niches, right? And if, if you saw our business behind the scenes, you would be really surprised because if you, what you see even on my blog and on my podcast, you don't see the exact niches we're going after, right? But we know what they are. We know the clients that we attract and, you know, we work very deep in se- several industries. We work deep in franchise organizations. We're doing a lot of work right now with beauty. We're partnered with L'Oreal and training all their salons and some other things I'm not even going to mention here because it's really private, but we have a specific strategy for the audiences that we're going after. What is the benefit to us? Okay. The benefit is that it helps us attract those ideal clients. We then have case studies from those markets that then it attracts more and more. I, you know, 99% of our business is either referral or it is inbound marketing and it's coming from our content or it's coming from referrals. We get a ton of referrals. We do not have to have an outside sales team. I don't have to, you know, be online 24 hours a day. Our content and our platform works for us. We leverage social, we leverage digital, we leverage email marketing that nurtures. We've been doing these webinars um, where you can check that out at themarketingnuts.com slash webinar to grab whatever is our most recent webinar that we have. We're doing those weekly Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. But we we put the content out there that we don't spend 24 hours a day developing content. And the reason that we don't have to spend the 24 hours a day developing content, the reason we've had the time to to develop out our social profit factor training academy and community is because we know who our audience is, right? We, we have a defined strategy and plan that's based upon who that market is. And the more that you can define who your target market is, that is your essential step in developing your marketing and social media and digital marketing plan that you're going to execute your business plan. And the better that you refine that, the better you're going to be able to attract and reach your ideal customer as well as work more efficiently. So I cannot stress enough the importance of this. And particularly as we discussed in the last episode of how loud the social and digital web is getting, how noisy. I mean, Facebook is running out of media space. And I don't know how much you um, leverage Facebook advertising, but Facebook has made it pretty clear they're running out of space for us to even pay them to advertise. 
prices are going up. It's getting harder to reach your ideal customer. Some of the the targeting um, criteria we used to be able to easily get to within Facebook ads, we, we no longer can get to so easily. And, you know, they're merging things, they're shutting down and they're stopping uh, some of the different ads where people can't, are not going to be able to boost a, a post that is a an image, you know, uploaded from their mobile device now. And there's different, different criteria they're setting because they're getting noisy. They're running out of space. That's why we have the ability to target people on Facebook Messenger and, and that type of thing. So it's when we start to run out of advertising space, it, that media starts to get more expensive and the importance of us segmenting our market becomes really important because then when you're running an ad, let's say on Facebook, um, the way you set up a Facebook ad is you first have your campaign. So that has your objectives. And then you have your ad set, which is defining your audience and other criteria. And then you have your ad. So you're going to start to set that segmentation, you know, at that ad set level, which is going to help you with multiple ads. And that's how you're going to be able to test different markets. And if you were to head into Facebook ad manager, for example, without knowing that information, you will be absolutely lost. So either you'll be lost or you'll think you know what you are doing. You'll just throw a bunch of money at it and it's not going to convert, right? It's, you might as well just go throw money down the toilet because you're going to get the same ROI. So you have to figure out who is the audience you want to attract and segment them so that you can um, get the most return on your investment for everything that you are doing. That's why we do it. So let's talk about what we mean by audience segmentation. It is the process of dividing people into homogenous subgroups based upon a specific and defined criteria. This criteria includes things such as product usage. So how are they using a product or service or software? It's demographics. I'm going to talk about each of these with you. Uh, Psychographics, communication behaviors, as well as media preferences. So media could be, do they prefer video? Do they prefer audio? Do they prefer the written word? Uh, Do they prefer both? Right. I know my audience loves podcasts. They love blogs. They love podcasts. They are busy. They do not have time to have the screen on and watch a video. They need to be able to multitask. So that is why we launched the podcast back in 2014. That's why we have over a million and a half downloads of this podcast. Okay. I know my audience. I know where to invest my time. So you need to know what those behaviors are and those demographics and those psychographics are of your target audience. So then what is market segmentation? Okay. Market segmentation is marketing strategy that divides a broad target market into subsets of consumers, of businesses, or countries who have or or who are perceived to have common, similar needs, interests, and priorities. Okay, so it's how we segment things. And in some of the slides in my course when I teach this, I have an image of like potted plants. So I want you to think of that. We're able to group them into subsets. So we have different pots. We're saying, okay, you're in this group, you're in this group, you're in this subset. Okay. We're able to actually put them into a group based upon this criteria. 
And then we design and we implement strategies that target them. Okay, within those groups. So we segment because it gives us focus. It enables us to focus our time, our um, resources, and our investment. It helps us improve the results of everything we're doing. It helps us be more relevant with our target audiences and our ideal dream customers that we want to attract. It helps us have more context and meaning with our desired dream customer, right? Which is going to help us drive that desired action. So it's going to help us attract that customer. And then it's going to help us drive that desired action. And remember, social currency on the web today equals attention plus action. So it's not enough to just get the attention of our audience. You actually also need to be able to drive that desired action. And then that's where you're really going to see that increased ROI. So let's talk about the diff- some of the different ways that we segment, okay, and we, when we break these down. So we, one is demographics, and this is the easiest. So these are specific demographic factors that help you identify and really distinguish a target population or a market. So these are going to be things like age, okay, gender, male or female, race, marital status, income, education, occupation, demographics are the facts. So they're the things that you can't argue, right? You can't argue about how old you are. Uh, You can't argue about um, whether you're married or you're not. Either you were married or you're not. Your income, education, I mean, they're things that are facts. Geographic factors are also pretty simple to understand. This is basically segmentation and selection based upon the geographic location, B, city, state, and country. So where is the person located, right? That's probably the easiest to understand. Next, we get a little more geeky. So now we have psychographics. So this doesn't mean how crazy is the person, although that could be part of it. Psychographics are really the analysis of the consumer lifestyle. So who is this person? Okay, how old are they? Where do they live? Where do they work? How much money do they make? Are they married? Right? Those are all our demographics and our geographics. Then when we get to psychographics, we're talking about lifestyles and behaviors. And then this is really what helps us create this detailed, well-rounded customer profile. So for psychographics, we are looking at such things as attitudes, right? What do they think about certain things? Could be certain things that are happening in the market. What's their attitude toward buying a certain product or toward things that are happening in the market today? Like right now, it's really interesting to follow what's happening with millennials and Gen Z, right? Because they have different attitudes than what many people before them had. We look at personality, right? What's their personality is going to drive their behavior, their opinions. What are they thinking of things? Their interests. Okay. What are they, what do they really care about? What are the things they're interested in? Their values, right? What's that foundation that they stand on? Their lifestyles. What are, what are the things that matter to them and what are the lifestyles that they're choosing to live, right? Some of the trends we're seeing right now, like with millennials, they're not so excited about buying homes like many of us were, 
right? So those lifestyles are different and those lend, those tend to drive different buying habits and behaviors, right? So we're looking at what are their habits and their behaviors? And that includes social and digital. So what are their social network behaviors? Where are they hanging out online? Like what are they doing online? And then last but not least, what are their wants? So when you put these all together, right, it really helps us create a more human portrait of this targeted segment that we're going after. That psychographic target segment is what helps us really get to those lifestyle and behaviors and opinions. So we're getting to that human level. Now, now you're probably thinking, well, how am I going to remember this? How am I going to figure these things out? Um, How am I going to do the research? In simple terms, demographic is the facts. It's the who are they. Geographic is where are they located. And then psychographic are your personality, your behaviors, and your attitudes. Okay. And that's why it, as we start to, to break this down, we're really trying to get at the core of who is the human that we're targeting. And that's where the buyer persona and the customer profiles come in. So a customer profile is a way that we describe that customer. We, we start to categorize them so that we can group them together for marketing and advertising purposes. And that includes demographics, psychographics, geographics, all of those different characteristics. And then as we really want to get to that buyer level, that person level, we have what we call a buyer persona. And in our audience marketing course inside a social profit factor, we have a whole module that teaches you exactly how to do this with worksheets and all of that good stuff. But a buyer persona is a semi-fictional generalized representation of your ideal customer. Okay. And it is based on market research and real data. It helps us understand the customer that we are wanting to attract and relate to as humans. And so when we're developing a buyer persona, the more detail that we can have, the better. So we include the demographics and the geographics, the psychographics, which include the behavior and the motivations and the goals of that person. Um, We develop a buyer persona because it helps, it helps us, if, if you're working in with internal teams, and usually, particularly in a medium-sized to larger-sized organization in particular, and even a small organization, it could be just you and your co-founder. And maybe, you know, you understand what you're doing with marketing, but maybe some of the people on your team or your co-founder doesn't. So if you're in a large organization, you likely have a lot of people you need to get on board with your plan and your strategy. But the, the issue is that your team members, your partners, they don't fully understand your customer right? And that's why you need to take the time in developing an audience first marketing strategy. Part of that is so you can facilitate that conversation that needs to happen. So when you create a buyer persona, then you are facilitating that discussion on who your customer is. So it helps those key partners and stakeholders, team members, be able to better internalize and understand who your target customer is, right? And then that helps you drive the right sales priorities, marketing, service priorities. Um, It's going to help you understand where they are in that buyer's journey, right? What are the things that are going to inspire them to purchase or not? Um, Where are they? Are they in the discovery, the consideration, the purchase, or the loyalty phase? And that's a whole other podcast we'll talk about later. But you need to get down 
you know, all the way from what we talked about in episode 236 is describing and identifying who your overall market is. Then we start to segment, we break that down um, we, and then we target and then we get to the, the targeting of that specific individual. And as we do that, we're grouping and that's how we get to different niches, right? That's how we get to different segmentations because within a niche, a niche we're going to go after a specific segment within a, a specific industry. But at the core, you need to know who, what markets you're going after. And then you just peel back and peel back the layers. But understanding your audience first marketing strategy is absolutely going to help you drive um, ROI and everything that you are doing. So I hope that this um, two podcast series was helpful for you in getting your arms around audience marketing. I hope you have a better understanding than you did before you started it uh, to at least get started. I encourage you, check out socialprofitfactor.com. Use the coupon code Zoom. Um, You can immediately get into some of the courses when you get in there and you'll get access, immediate access to our strategy courses and the audience marketing courses, uh, things that are going to get you on track immediately with a roadmap and a blueprint to develop your strategy and plan as you head into the new year. So you don't need to be wasting time. Um, You can get these things in order and really start to see a better return on your investment. So I thank you so much for chilling out with me here on the Social Zoom Factor podcast today. I, I appreciate your time and I wish you the best of success in all you do. That's a wrap. Do you have a big dream to launch your business online, but stuck with how to get started? The social and digital web today can be overwhelming, even to the most seasoned business and marketing leaders. Well, regardless of your experience, have no fear. Our partner HostGator can help you not only secure your business domain, help you set up hosting, but they can also help you get started with your first website, e-commerce site, blog, SEO services, and more. Their cloud and other services scale with you as your business grows from shared VPS to dedicated servers. We host all of our sites on HostGator and I love that their support is available 24-7, 365 days of the year via chat, phone, and email. Get started today and save 50% by visiting socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom. Again, that is socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for an immediate 50% savings now. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.